Welcome to the Digital Look Reads. I'm your host, Miss N, with my co-host, Savannah. And we're glad to have you back for this second episode. This podcast is a monthly podcast where we read books for the next year. And every month we'll be discussing all about these books. For this month, we read Before the Coffee Gets Cold by author Tasha Kazu Kawaguchi. And I briefly took this uh, synopsis off of the Storygraph, which is a great website to track your books. So essentially, in a small back alley of Tokyo, there's a cafe that has been serving carefully brewed coffee for more than 100 years. And local legend says that the shop offers something else besides coffee, the chance to travel back in time. Over the course of one summer, four customers visit the cafe in hopes of making that journey. But time travel isn't so simple. There are rules that must be followed. Most importantly, the trip can last only as long as it takes for the coffee to get cold. So similar to last episode, we're going to disclose where we, like how much of the book that we read. I completely finished it. I thought this was a great book. And what about you, Miss N? I finished 37% and... I, I really like the book. I think overall, like the stories were very engaging, but I think we were talking about this before where it's it's very fascinating where when it comes to fiction, uh, nonfiction books, I, I, I seem to read it really completely. And then when it comes to fiction books, I'm a little bit more slow in that process. But yeah, we can discuss all about the books. Yeah, I think it's um, it will be a really interesting practice to see out of the six non-fiction books like if you quite regularly like meet that like 80 to 100 percent goal and then on the flip side I will be doing the same with fiction because I feel like that's going to be yeah that's what's going to happen I guess we'll yeah. find out maybe yeah. we'll find maybe like the next book that we read I'll be like I'll hit it out of the park yeah exactly <laughs> so uh to start I think the first question that I want to know is because I was the one that found this book before we started this podcast we were going to do this thing where uh, Miss N was going to recommend me a nonfiction book to read for the year. And I, it wasn't last episode's book, but whatever. But this was the book that I was going to recommend to you to read this year as a fiction book because it was it's short, it's about time travel, and I thought it would really pique your interest. But when you first heard about it, what was the thing that like really drew you to it? I think, yeah, I think it was a time travel. Like, I've always been super fascinated about the concept of time and the concept of, you know, I love, like, loops in time or time traveling or redoing your life for a lot of reasons. We can discuss it further later. But, but yeah, so I think that was what really drew me into this book when you first talked about mm-hmm. it, where it's, like, it seems like a very simple concept of, like, there's a cafe but you can go back in time in this cafe. And that was very curious because a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. of times when it comes to time traveling stories, it's not constricted to one place. It's very like broad in nature where it's like a machine takes Mm. them back to some other place. And this one is actually constricted in one place. How about yourself? Well, I think like I'm not a big sci-fi reader. So it was actually like my first time going into it I can't remember it yeah I feel like I have only read like a handful of science fiction books definitely not a ton of time travel books I feel like there's only one series that I read before and again like that was 
it was very like it was magical realism and it was set to like a person like they were able to go back in time kind of for a set period of time but again it had like the rules of like you can't you can't change anything really like you just have like you're just there so that was like an interesting thing and I guess that's like when I did recommend this book to you I had been getting a lot of TikToks about it but I, also it's like I am a huge coffee lover mm-hmm. so <laughs> there you like, go yeah. <laughs> it mixed our interests mixed <laughs> yeah if there was a Venn diagram of like <laughs> coffee is one circle yeah. and time travel is another circle and <laughs> yeah <laughs> before the coffee gets cold is the the little in-between bit of it I um, found the title like when you first recommended it I was like this is such an interesting title for a sci-fi sci-fi right. book right because it seems from from like an outside looking in you kind of think that it's like a, a like a quiet book mm-hmm. with the way the title is how it is so yeah. I was it's pleasantly surprising yeah yeah it's um I don't know I mean because it is originally written in I don't know what is it Japanese like that's their official Probably, language yeah name name of it um, so it is, yeah, so it's written by a BIPOC author, which is really cool. And so I do wonder, like, if there was, like, what the translation would have been for it. But I know he's also written, I think, a sequel to this, which is fantastic. And I don't know if it has coffee in the cover, but I think it follows the same cafe. So mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. My, I guess, I guess my follow-up question to that. So you love books about time travel. What were your thoughts like compared to other things that you've watched or other things that you've read? Mm-hmm. How did this like meet those standards? I think it was refreshing to say the least. Like I'm I'm used to like a lot of stories. I'm thinking like let's say like Doctor Who mm-hmm. or oh, right, a, yeah. a lot of those like sci-fi, right? Where they use time travel as a way to almost like replace the current timeline or whatever, right? And I love that this one spoiler alert um this one restrains that Mm -hmm. where it's like you go into this cafe and you can go back in time but the result won't change Mm -hmm. so that like piqued my interest because i'm like then why would you because that's the one motivation right of wanting to go back in time because like you go back in time with the idea that you already know what's going to happen and you want to change it, mm-hmm. right? Because why would you go back in time to do anything else? Just to witness it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. So for me, I haven't really dealt with a lot of like content around time travel. I was telling Miss N earlier today <laughs> that I tried to watch, uh, is it called About Time? About Time, yeah. Which is a movie about a guy who can who travel can, Who can travel back in time and yes. he he's really focused on finding the love of his life and he kind of like... He, I don't know. I just hated watching it. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, so it is interesting of a concept to me that like with this book, it's very, yeah, like you're very constrained and you're sort of stuck where like you also can't even like the, the chair that you sit in, you can't even leave. Like you have to, you have to be so present with it. And the person that yes. you're purposely like trying to go back in time to see, like to witness that moment again, like you can't interact with them in any way besides talking. And yes. even then, you're not able to effectively change yeah. anything, really. Yeah. Because one of the things, that, like one of the rules, right, it's not, it's the title, right? It's not even that mm-hmm. you can stay there forever or like for like an hour or something. It's essentially 
you can only stay there until your coffee, like before your coffee gets cold. Yeah. Because if you stay there longer, then you're major, stuck. major spo- spoiler alert. So you should read this book before you, <laughs> you listen to this, even though I didn't finish it. Um, but you'll get stuck in that past, right? Um, so I thought that was really interesting because it, it dives into this concept of what you just said, which is like witnessing. So is there value in going back to the past with your knowledge and what is it that you can learn from going back Mm -hmm. with that knowledge yeah well I think yeah like um I'll try to keep it to the under like 40% that you read but it is an interesting concept and I think they talk about it in the first story where that becomes like a disadvantage to a lot of people and that's why like it like they talk about like this lore of the cafe people have found out over the course of like the hundred years that that you can go back in time but then people realize that they're like what is the worth of doing this and so a lot of people decide not to also like I don't know a coffee stays hot for what 10 minutes (laughs) like realistically I mean they make really good coffee so maybe it's a bit longer but yeah that's such a short period of time Mm -hmm. just to yeah revisit a person or a moment and I think like this book really plays upon like these concepts of like grief and loss and love and I love that and I wonder if it is worth it like would you go back in time just to re-experience a moment like that just to be with somebody yeah well I'm thinking about the first chapter right where the lady the lady, I think it's like they're they're a couple, but the guy is moving to America, and it was like that conversation, and then she wanted to go back in time to like convince him or something, right? And then she realized she can't do that. Mm-hmm. But I love how in the end she found like another layer from that conversation that she might have missed in the beginning because she was so focused on what she like her own internal conversation on on like what she wanted and all that stuff that she missed what the guy wanted to say which in the end was like would you buy me coffee wait for me would you buy me coffee so there was still hope right Mm -hmm. whereas in the first interaction when she like that initial time she just thought it like it was done that was nothing right yeah so I love that because like your question about like if I would ever go back knowing that constraint I I think there's that value right I think when it comes to people leaving or dying, a lot of the the sadness is from the unsaid things or moments that you might have missed. And being able to go back in time and just just be, like just be in that moment and just be with that person one last time and then really like understand because you never know that that was the last time that you've you've seen this person, mm-hmm. right? Like death always seems to come in such a <laughs> like surprising thing, unless like you know, unless it's like you know some illness and then you kind of prepare or whatever. But a lot of the surprising deaths, it just like happens, right? So you never know that that moment was the last time. So I think for me, I would love to, even mm-hmm. if I cannot change any of the moments, at least I could be present enough to just really be there yeah yeah how about you it's uh it's interesting how I don't know like these books like really like the last book and then this book (laughs) so aligns to our life because I feel like right now uh like in therapy I've been really practicing this state of like being present 
in a moment, but then also like accepting it where it's at. And I think like with this book, it really highlights that act of being present and finding acceptance. And especially, yeah, like with the first story, it's she gains such a new awareness and perspective of the situation when she's actually able to just understand where he's coming from. And it, yeah, instead of it being like, you know, this closed door, there's like a crack, there's an opening Yes, where, you know, he may be back in the future, but she, she's going to have to wait. And she doesn't know if anything that she's done, like there is, it is like, they do say like, you're not going, like the, the future isn't going to change, but it is nice that there was like a slight shift in her perspective enough to, to sort of be like, okay, there is opportunity. And I think for myself, I mean, I do love the concept of just going back in time and like being able to re-witness and, or like yeah. re-experience a moment, even if it is just for five or 10 minutes, I think it would be really hard. Mm. I honestly, yeah. yeah. Especially if it is dealing with, if you are revisiting somebody who has passed on, I think I would a hundred percent do it, but I would be worried that I would like somehow act strange or like, <laughs> you know, like, and they'd be like, what, what is going on? Why, why are you crying silently what? into your coffee cup? <laughs> why are you very huggy all the time? <laughs> yeah. I think it would be like the hardest. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the hardest thing to experience. But I feel like there's this saying that, like, love is uh, – or grief is love persevering or enduring. Is that from a WandaVision? Oh, yeah. I guess they do say that. But I was yeah. actually thinking about Andrew Garfield. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he said that, too. He said he had, that, like, too. such a nice, like, way to talk about his mom, right? His mom passing, yeah. Because yeah. he – yeah, he was talking about uh, when he was – making the film tick tick boom Mm. and he yeah he was talking about like that was the first movie that he filmed after she passed Um, yeah but so yeah I think I would I would probably want to try to hold my grief in that way of like this is coming from a loving perspective and that this is no matter what happens like knowing that there's nothing can change that this is still a moment I'm going to like treasure I guess Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of, see, I love like time travel, whatever <laughs> medium it is. So I used to play these games from Tell Tale Games. Mm. And it's like, it's almost like a narrative interactive story, like um, choose your own kind of adventure. Okay, yeah. But the thing is like one of the biggest criticism with that, with those games is that in the end, there's really only like one ending and I think the developers were saying it's because, like, you cannot make a game that has, like, a bajillion yeah, yeah. Um, endings because that would take a lot of, like, resources, right? And you have yeah. to script and all that stuff. And But they were saying that the journey getting mm-hmm. to that end, though, is different yeah. depending on your choice. So you could have, like, let's say, like, like one of their games is about um, The Walking Dead, like, the zombie yeah, thing, yeah. right? So it's like you could have been like very mean or you could like been nice or whatever. So it's like the ending won't change. But the way you got there, the way that your character's personality got there 
is different. Mm. So that shade is different. So that's like, that's kind of like what I'm seeing with this book in terms of like how they deal with time travel, where it's like, maybe that perspective or your character has changed a little bit. It might not change the ending, but your own personal growth or whatever mm. might might have changed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would say like as somebody that's read the book completely and trying not to spoil it, but it is, it's definitely a perspective of that, of really shifting the the mindset of how you're going to go about it. And I think that's what's also nice about the constraints and the restriction that it has in the rules. And it really weeds out the people who are like hoping to, you know, change everything, change everything, fix whatever like was said or not said or yeah. But it is really focused on change, like sort of changing yourself internally. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it is an interesting concept. I, 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 that's an interesting game. Right. Yeah. I will send it to you. (laughs) I like, I loved it so much. Like they had a game with walking dead and like the fables series. I think it's like fables is like, I think it's like a reworking of like, the fables that you know but like mm. they're like very like gritty and thing but yeah, yeah. I love all of their games because I was just like wow you can like I guess it's not time travel it's like you can choose choose the options but yeah, yeah. It, it was like such a mind-blowing concept of like like the way that you play it changes like well your own yeah versus like I also like I guess it would also change like were there different challenges or would it be like the same challenges, but it would just be like, oh, like you have empathy plus 10. Something so like that. So it's actually like <laughs> easier to talk to somebody. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. But I mean, they don't say plus 10. They like, they're much better writers. <laughs> so like, I felt like, you know, <laughs> you're conversing with them. But yeah, it's, it's sort of similar. Um, but I'm, I'm curious, like what you think about like the whole time travel scenario thing. Like, would you ever... Like you said that you would you would be interested mm. um, just to be able to witness and stuff. But what is your like? Would you go back in time if you had a chance to? If there were no rules, life? yeah. If it was like oh. the open ended kind of rule, would you knowing that it could change your current life right now? Oh, oh God, I feel like <laughs> I feel Tough like question. I feel like my pause is just explains everything. I feel like I would just sit with it for so long that eventually the opportunity would pass by it's like no more no more time for you actually the only constraint is that you have to make a decision within the next 10 seconds yeah um and also you have to know exactly like where in time you go back into dinosaur I'm you're like, like oh shoot <laughs> i meant well i was alive yeah Ooh. um it's so tough to say. I feel like, oof, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's tough, right? It's tough. I mean, because it's like in the last episode that we talked, like I said that I don't really have any regrets with like, like friendships changing or relationships changing. Yeah. And I try to like not hold on to, or at least I'm trying to release a lot more regret when that happens. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I would necessarily go back in time to like, I don't know, like change an immense thing. But I do think, I think I would go back in time to maybe like help 
ease some of the anxieties and, and like insecurities I have like if I could go back mm. in time and meet with little oh Savannah God. I would love that too but like not <laughs> but not mess it up so much that it's like weird but just be like yes I can't even think if, if there would be like a moment in time where like I would you wouldn't though say to your little Savannah self hello I'm your older Savannah self that would like kind of completely would, maybe mess you up that would be like I would have to fix that cycle it would actually ruin oh my gosh there was a time where I binge watch a lot of uh, time travel shows so I can reference a lot of time travel <laughs> even though I did not read uh, this book completely but there's this movie called primer I don't know if you've heard of it no um, but I saw that in your story graph um, yeah oh did I yes yes yeah. I mentioned that already yeah 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 like it's a it's a really fascinating um, movie but it's about and that's why, like, I say about the About Time movie as well, mm-hmm. because of that concept of, like, when people have unlimited power to change um, their life, what they end up doing is they keep on changing it mm-hmm. to the detriment of actually living their life mm-hmm. and because they, they want it to be a perfect life. Yeah. And in the movie Primer, what happens is that he keeps doing that. In the end, he messed up his life completely. So what he did... And spoiler alert for those that want to watch Primer, is that he, I think his like original self or whatever, he made the other because I I think you can exist your future oh. self and your present self can exist right. So he made the guy like wear like his present self mm-hmm. wear like an earbud, and he was dictating to him say these things completely as it was on the very first scene. Because oh. he was like, I just wanted to go back. <laughs> I messed it up so much. I just like want to go back to what, <laughs> let's not change anything else. Yeah. So like, I think that's, that's interesting that like a lot of films or a lot of like. I feel like that is quite a comment. I mean, that's probably why I don't like watching them. Like I struggled. I, 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 I watched like the first hour uh, of About Time last night. Yeah. Um, and I got to the point where like, yeah, he's getting into that cycle where he's trying, like he's, he's met the person that is like essentially going to be his partner, his, like, the love of his life. And he keeps switch, like going back and trying to fix it and then going back and trying to fix that and then going back further and trying to fix it. And I was getting so frustrated with like, like you had it so good yes. the first time. Like it was so organic. Yes. It was so natural. It was you know you were both attracted to each other it was such a perfect meet cute Mm -hmm. situation and then when I got yeah when I got to the hour mark I was just like and I saw that there was another hour left (laughs) (laughs) I was like I (laughs) cannot do this so I don't know how it ends that's very fair that's very fair like in the end there is like a like a good resolution to it yeah um but that's definitely yeah that's definitely frustrating I think that's one of the common, and I, I'm glad that this book didn't fall into that mm. um, trope because that is like a major like dilemma, right? If you have unlimited power, of course you want to script everything yeah. to go according to your plan, right? But the thing with life is it's it's not just your, mm-hmm. like everyone else has their own stuff. So if even if you change your own life, because we're so interconnected with each other, there are stuff that you don't know that you might have changed, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, it Yeah. So, I I think going back to your question, I would, yeah, in a way, go back, but I don't think I would 
realistically change anything. Right. Unless it was like, I mean, I don't know if I, I'm like, would I be greedy? And, and give <laughs> give your person, give your like little self intel lottery number. Invest in, <laughs> I don't even know, Apple. <laughs> they were not doing well, like maybe like I guess 98 it, or something, right? Also, but okay, I have had this conversation with somebody else where it's like, the core concept of having to explain, like, if I was, like, invest in the internet, <laughs> I don't know if I would be able to explain it well so enough. Yeah. They had said something like they would invest in Bitcoin. Oh. And, but I'm, like, how would you even, and what if the name change, and you're, like, exactly. <laughs> what if you going back to say invest in Bitcoin, yeah, makes, the, like, a ripple effect of it then changes to something some other name and so they're investing (laughs) in this coin that doesn't even exist but also like conceptually yeah that's really hard you're like here's a cell phone yeah right (laughs) that is also a video player oh my god yeah it can do like you need a calculator got it you need a camera got it yeah you call your friends you won't remember their phone numbers exactly right yeah yeah so I feel like conceptually I would love to give myself more money mm-hmm. yeah who would but also who would I be right in the future if I was somebody that had invested in some internet thing before it got yeah. big what like yeah where would my life be right would it be better I don't know yeah I also I feel like it really conceptually I, I don't know if I would be happier or sadder I feel like I might be sadder <laughs> because it's like yeah like how I've grown up until now has really instilled a lot of these like core feelings of like humility and gratitude and I don't know if I if I invested in the internet yeah at a young age at like be the richest uh (laughs) richest person alive oh my god probably I could be I would be like Elon Musk right yeah I'd probably be the worst person ever yeah because they're not bring a sink to Twitter (laughs) oh my god I could have owned Twitter (laughs) this is quite a tangent but yeah (laughs) but I I agree with what you say though like I think like if like I'm asked that I think I even though I love time travel I think there's also that hesitancy Mm. because like who we are right now is because of everything that we've gone through, no matter how good, no matter how bad, right? And even the slight change, for example, if I didn't like move Mm. countries or whatever, or I didn't like live in a particular place, like everyone that I met in all of those places have shaped my life in one form or another, right? So who's to say if I change, you know, I didn't get on a plane or I didn't go to the city, Who's to say that I would still be the same and Mm. that my life would be better? It'd be something completely different that I I wouldn't even be able to imagine, right? Yeah. I guess, yeah, that's also the hard part. It's hard for us to imagine, like, me sitting here thinking about what conceptually somebody who invested in the internet (laughs) at my age, like, where would they be at now? Yeah. Would I even be... I wouldn't even be doing this. You wouldn't because you'd be too cool. <laughs> so you would be in the internet. We would have never met. We would not meet. No. You would be too because cool. Because I would have had too much money. Yeah. You would not be in that first job. I would be. 
Um, but you wouldn't be. <laughs> and I'd be like, who is this internet person? Cool. Why does she own, it this, own Twitter? <laughs> but it's, it's very interesting, though, right? Like how our lives can change really drastically depending on like the choices that you make. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I think, going back to what you were saying about like trying to work on acceptance and just being where you're at and all that stuff. I think that's like, that's the thing that like we really need to like grasp where we're like, okay, yes, there are like a billion options in this world, Mm -hmm. but this is my current reality. And I need, I I just have to accept where it is. Like, yes, I can change. And I think that was like the, the quote in the first book, right? Where the, I think it was the cashier where Mm -hmm. she was like saying the future is not set in stone yet. Mm Mm-hmm it could still change when like the lady was like, Mm -hmm. is my future going to change? And she's like, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. So like you can change that, but where you're at your current circumstance, like this is where you are right now because of everything that has happened. Yeah. I, I, I've also been thinking like right now, like we technically are time traveling all the time, right? Like presently, you know, five seconds ago, like that. Yes. We are kind of, in a way, moving through this, like, this time travel tunnel where, like, I don't know what we would invest in right now. <laughs> but in theory, we could invest in something that would make us millions. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. And we would look back and be like, oh, that was definitely, like, a fork. Yes. In our pathway. hmm And so I think, like, yeah, time travel, it's its so conceptually interesting. It is, yeah. But I love that it's like, it's always like, do you want to be happier? Or yes. do you want to accept? Like, I think it really plays on the gratitude and acceptance part where mm-hmm. you always are like, actually, it's better to just be mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh my God. Dang. <laughs> That's so deep. <laughs> So time travel is a, a metaphor for therapy. <laughs> they should have just gone to therapy instead of uh, going through the whole, whole journey. <laughs> they could have solved uh, yeah. a whole bunch of problems. Can we write a movie where it's a time travel story, but it's actually they're just going to a therapist the entire time? <laughs> and actually it's like, yes, they're just meditating. Oh my gosh. And they think that they're traveling back in time to fix something. Oh my gosh. But it's actually, they're just doing it in their mind. But yo, isn't that what therapy is sometimes? It's yeah. like you're going back and you're like feeling it. Uh-huh. And then you have not changed. Yo! Have <laughs> we made an epiphany? Our therapist would be so proud. <laughs> Because you know what that is, like, that is what we're doing. Yeah. Because you're inhabiting a younger version of yourself mentally. Yeah. You're sitting with, like, the moment. You're describing it. You're figuring out what it's making you feel and how that's, like, informed you now as an adult. And normally once you come out of it and you're like, I've settled that, I understand, like, you know, how this affected me, you're able to sort of move on yeah and you're also able to identify when something triggers that emotion again you're like oh this is bringing me back to like 12 year old me yeah and that's how I navigated it but now I'm an adult so I can actually go about it 
in this other trajectory. Yeah. Wild. (laughs) I did not think about that. Maybe that's why, like, I get so frustrated with, like, these movies because I'm like, I'm like, I've done it. I know. Like, I'm a veteran at time traveler, so what are you doing? Obviously, that's not going to fix the situation. You just have to let it be. Right? (laughs) Oh. Oh, my God. That was, like... That was an explosion of. <laughs> I just realized that right now. <laughs> I am just. <laughs> it's like co- before coffee gets cold, right? Yeah. It's like you cannot leave. You're in that one space. <laughs> but I mean, technically, I guess you're transported back to, you know, yeah, your mind's childhood, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's wild. Oh my god we just solved time we travel. solved it <laughs> i would really watch a movie though like with a time travel therapist voice you know it's funny like we always talk about how we're gonna write a movie or how we're going to like write a book yeah <laughs> is this podcast gonna end up <laughs> maybe <laughs> it seems like it's the same uh themes <laughs> every month Somehow we keep going back. It's like the universe is telling us something. Thematically, you gotta write about how you uh, accept love yes. and grief and yes. all of these human emotions. I know. <laughs> Why? Okay. So for you, like conceptually, you love time travel. You love the idea of it. Mm-hmm. We've now solved. We've solved it. Solved it. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything, like, in this book when you were reading it where you were, like, I don't know, like, did you ever think about, like, how they go about it? Like, why, how do you think it started? Like, what's the, like, that, like, the origin? Yeah. Like, of, like, the cafe? Yeah. Oh. I haven't thought about it. I think it's very interesting, right, where a lot of, a lot of the shows and a lot of the books that I've read when it comes to time travel, a lot of them seems to just it exists somehow Mm -hmm. or it's like a discovery so I would think that it's likely the same here Mm. that's what I'm guessing at but I do know like I've I've heard from folks that like that are scientists or whatever they say that it's impossible to travel back in time well we just solved it we just solved it though so it is possible (laughs) you don't need to research we have done it but um they say it's impossible to travel back in time, but it is possible to travel to the future. Oh, what? Because some, I don't know. <laughs> they, like, they, there's this thing where, like, some, I remember this, but I don't, I oh, can't really she's, explain. She's holding up a paper. I'm, yeah, you can't see this, but I'm holding up a paper and the scientists or whoever studies. Oh, you know, I feel like I've seen this. Right? Yeah. Where it's like, the person was saying, like, this is where we are. Like yeah. one end of the paper, and this is the future, the other end of the paper. And they were saying, you can't go back, but you can, you can like hold it. hold it to go to the future. But I don't know what the point of that would be. <laughs> like, why would you want to be, why would you skip like 10 years and be in the future? I, I don't know. But also, if you just sit for five seconds, you're already traveling. <laughs> right. So um, I, I feel like I just kept thinking, like, when I, I mean, because maybe it's because I don't read a ton of like time travel books but I'm always like 
I was like, how did they come across this phenomenon? And like, it's so, it's such an interesting concept that it's like, oh, it's this specific chair. Mm. It, I don't know if it has to be coffee, right? but it's always been coffee that they have to drink. Right. Maybe they tried it with other things, but it, it's like, right. how? Like, how would you even discover that, that that also, phenomenon is working? Imagine being the first person to discover oh that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're just like, because sometimes you just sit, like you grab a coffee, you're sitting. Yeah. You're thinking about a moment in time. And then you're there. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That'd be so wild. Interesting. Yeah. I um I was talking to Miss N earlier about this book and if, apparently like through my some of my research, um, I found out that this is it's actually like a play. And so a lot of the book is like really driven by dialogue, which some people online loved, some people online also hated, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I listened to it as an audiobook, so it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Did you read it or did I, you... I read it? Yes. Did you notice like like did you like the, like did you like the pacing of the story, the dialogue? I love dialogue heavy oh, okay. things. Yeah, for sure. So that was. But yeah, now that you're saying it, I can see where the criticism lies. Where it's a lot of back and forth, mm-hmm. right? But I love that because I think it shows you, especially if it's a well written book, which this was. Yeah. It shows you the character of each of them and the nuances and the way that they speak or the way that they move about in the world. So that's, I, I liked it. Yeah. 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 Me too. I, I thought it was interesting. Like when I think about it now, like how the characters were really portrayed were interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hate, I mean, you would, you would recognize it if you had read each chapter, but a lot of people were like, I hate that they kept reiterating the, like the rules. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm like, of course they had to reiterate it because each time somebody was going back yeah. in time and so they had to be like, this is what you can and cannot do. Yes. And I don't know, people hated that. But I was like, but of course, like they these cafe owners need to tell people the rules. Yeah. And they need to be aware yeah. of like what they're going into. Yeah. Because I bet you, if, if this was like in reality, right, I bet you the reason why they do that is because there were some cafe goers that got stuck because they didn't tell the rules right and so it's almost a sense of duty if you Mm -hmm. have this power then or if the cafe has this power then at least warn them so that they know what they're getting themselves into and not getting stuck in that chair for eternity right and they're like we made this coffee extra hot so it could be (laughs) it could be there a bit longer yeah exactly not 10 minutes it's actually gonna be 15 yeah i'm curious though like i i haven't read like all of it so maybe like the future chapters will answer this but i'm curious like the perspective of the people working in the cafe if they ever get jaded or they ever get tired about you know people wanting to go back Mm. and wanting to change or wanting all of that stuff and if they ever thought about doing the same with their own lives since they're there pretty much every day I mean, I can't say much, but it is kind of addressed. Okay, good. At a point, okay. Um, especially the last chapter is really, in, like, it's it's really well told in, okay. in how the, the characters navigate it. I also wonder if, like, in the sequel, like, I, because oh, yeah. the sequel, I think, follows up on some of them. Okay. But yeah, it's, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I love, I would love to see it in play. Me too. Yeah. Like, when I found that out, I was like, of course it is. Yeah. 
course. Yeah. Also, I wonder if they're going to make a movie. That would be so nice. I would actually watch that <laughs> that movie. You would stay for that. You would stay for that coffee. <laughs> there was one thing that I did want to ask because it was like the second. It was the second chapter where it talked about the guy having dementia. And I think that was an interesting concept because it, it's, it is almost like you're getting robbed of your past. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what you felt about that chapter. Ooh. And you got you only got to about 40%, right? So did mm-hmm. you... I finished that chapter. Oh, you finished yes. it? Okay. Because yes. I was like, I don't want to... Sp- I think I finished that chapter. Maybe I I didn't. Oh, maybe I'm halfway through. I don't remember. I don't don't think I will. Okay. Um, It is really interesting. Like, because he he shows up every day. Mm -hmm. Or it's implied that he shows up quite frequently. Yeah. And he's just waiting for the time to happen. All the while knowing that he's losing his memory. And it actually does become a little significant in, like, later Mm. in the book. Yeah. And I think for him, like, his story was really focused on regret. Because mm. it's, there was something that he always wanted to say. Like, he, right. like the purpose behind him going back, like, he, it was, it was a lot different than the first story. Right. It's so hard. I get, actually get scared that I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I know, right? Like, it's, I do, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know how I would feel. Also, it's like. If you were to go back, would you even know what you were? Yeah, right? Because what would you be going back to if you don't even remember your past? Yeah. And also, but like, would you, you, you would go back, experience it, but then would you remember it? <sighs> That's true. As yeah. Well. And it's like, if the value of going back is to change your own like self-awareness or mm-hmm. your growth, is that worthwhile when you're it's almost like sometimes when you're in that zone, it's like you are already in the present because you don't even remember, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm remembering, like, I remember what the ending of oh. the <laughs> second book, like, what the ending of that chapter is. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> but, yes. um, yeah, it, it's, I feel like, Maybe in a way, like, it could be nice, like, given the circumstances of the situation, if you're going back with intention of, like, just reprising a moment, Mm -hmm. I think it's always beneficial. Yeah. But I do think, like, I don't know if I would go back if it was, like, in hopes of, like, oh, I'm going to change it and, like, I don't know, be like, catch (laughs) the early signs of this. Right. But the thing with that disease eh, is like there's no cure right now. Yeah. And it's almost like you have to just live with it, right? Yeah. And it's like that's the most scariest thing, I think, mm-hmm. where it's like you can slow it down, but it it would eventually. Yeah, it would, you, yeah you, you still have to live with it. And I don't know if it would like <clears throat> if you were going back in hopes of like telling somebody like, oh, mm-hmm. like look out for these signs. Right. Would that even mean anything? Because I don't know. I'm like, I'm quite forgetful <laughs> as a person same. already. <laughs> yeah. Same. So I don't know if like, if I were to go back and tell somebody like, yeah. Oh, if I start misremembering movie titles and actors names, like yeah. that's a sign. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you already do that. Like, yeah. 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 You, you're doing that in your twenties. So like, Oh God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. I'm self-diagnosing <laughs> myself right now. Yeah. No, but, um, 
yeah, it's, I don't, I, I feel like I probably wouldn't go back in that circumstance. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it would necessarily be worthwhile. Yeah. Unless it was to just maybe, or if, if it was like, if I went back far enough in time just to like remind myself about somebody mm, or be mm-hmm. like, this is, yeah, this is like a person that I need to remember. And For so I'm sure. just like going back to like rehash it in my mind. Yeah. But also I'm like, who's to say that you would even remember that when you came back? Yeah. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Would you? That's tough. <laughs> it, it's like a very tough question. And I think it's, it's interesting how the first chapter was all about like wanting to change something. Mm-hmm. And this one, like you're saying, it's like about regret. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that's it. I think it's probably like what you said, where I might try to go back to tell someone, but if I can't like move, maybe that's hard to do. Right. But also you can't change the future. But I can't change the future. So yeah. even if you tell them. I think it's almost like if the first one was about self-growth, the second one, I think if I was able to go back in time, it would be about somehow communicating to the other person that this might happen. So cherish me more. <laughs> You're like, make it feel bad. Yeah. Pay more attention yeah. to me. Also invest in Bitcoin. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I, th- I think that's, I think we talked about this in last, in the last episode, right? Mm-hmm. Where we talked about how, let's say, if we're the ones that are, are leaving or dying, I would think that, like, us being dead, like, that, I mean, mm-hmm. when we're dead, we're dead, right? It's not like we're grieving about it. Yeah. Because we're dead. But it's, like, almost giving that hope or solace to the people left behind. So I would think it would be similar where if I knew that I was progressing um, in that illness, if I wanted to go back in time, I think it would be maybe even just to write a letter to mm-hmm. them in that moment. And they might like the, my loved ones might not understand it fully, but at least like it would plant some seeds for them to cherish while like my mind is still like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, Cause yeah. I think the hardest thing with people living with dementia or their caregivers is that they live with someone and then the person doesn't recognize them anymore. And it's almost like this heartbreaking thing of someone dying per se, but they're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's that like, no, like, you know, there's, they still love you. It's just, you know, this, it's in a different way. Yeah. 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 Well, when you said that I'm I'm realizing, I don't know if you want to necessarily talk about it, but you do kind of, do that with yourself right like you write yourself letters i do yes (laughs) i do write (laughs) which i actually i did one yeah and it's gonna be sent to me january 1st like i wrote it january 1st of this year amazing and it's gonna send it to me for like january 1st 2024 i forget i mean obviously i'm I'm not gonna remember what i wrote in it already yeah 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 (laughs) but it was like a really interesting way to like address myself and mm-hmm. be like, this is where I'm at now. Yes. This is what I'm kind of hoping will happen in the future, but obviously being open to like, I don't know what's going to happen over the yes. next 12 months. Yes. But it's like, this is a glimpse in time. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I kind of love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been doing it, I think since 2013 or maybe even earlier, I forget, but it's been a while. Like, probably like a decade plus there's been years where I've written way more 
And mm-hmm. I, I think I have a letter. My oldest letter will be sent in 20, 2064. I have no a- idea like when this like this website is even going to be if it will still, <laughs> it be, will still be operational. Oh. So I've started like sending it from my my email account because now they actually have like a schedule schedule sent. sent so that's where I, I've been sending it. But yeah. I think to your point, it's been very fascinating to receive those letters. Oh, yeah. And to be and then writing it like when I receive letters from like my 10 10 year younger self Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting like what things were so important to me back then Mm -hmm. that is like wow miss n i mean yes you were struggling with that but it wasn't really that like you (laughs) wasn't that (laughs) that was not bad (laughs) you're like diminishing it you're like actually it's gotten way worse (laughs) there's something else (laughs) um that actually snowballed (laughs) You should have seen that sign. Uh, um, but I think what's like help like writing to the future, as I started receiving these, I think the earlier ones were very like, I want this when you're this. And I'm like, yo, so much pressure there. You have no idea what happens in the next like 10 years. So please don't put that much pressure on me. Uh, but th- now that I receive. I would love to uh, to to meet my younger self. <laughs> Very sassy. You're like, please stop putting me on a timeline. <laughs> First of all, I already forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> why are you bringing it up? <laughs> the reason why I didn't write it in my journal, now you wrote it in, in your letter. <laughs> but I think, yeah, the more that I receive these letters... The more that I'm finding, my, the letters that I'm writing to the future mm. is becoming more compassionate. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> and like, I, I think I find I write a lot where I'm like, this, yeah, what, what you're saying, like, this is where I'm at. Um, this is my hopes. But I'm always like, but I'm very understanding that when you receive this letter, I cannot, I cannot foretell what may happen mm-hmm. in five years. And there might be twists and turns and whatever the future may be. Like, I couldn't, like, you chose the stuff that you chose mm-hmm. and your decisions because of those things. So I wouldn't fault you for that. And I'm like, I'm just proud of you. And yeah, so I'm I'm more supportive of myself. <laughs> and I, whenever I receive those letters, I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I love that. I, lo- I love that you're like, already, you're like, I accept you <laughs> where you're at. Which yeah. is like, obviously, it's like. You you'll probably you probably have noted when you started therapy. I know, right? <laughs> it started changing around that. So I feel for like the letter I sent in for twenty whatever twenty eighty four whatever, because mm-hmm. then those were like my early letters. So I'm like, I feel like my eighty whatever self will be like, you're a young one, <laughs> so immature. Oh my god, it'll be like you're your own grandmother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought about sending myself like letters like for like like long time like yeah. for five years or ten years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe I will. Oh, do Ooh, it. Maybe I should do it for like on my birthday. Oh my gosh, do it when I turn thirty. Yeah, I'll write one for like forty-year-olds. Yo, it's so great. Like I got, yeah, I got a letter from five years ago. I got a letter from like ten years ago in the last like two years, and it's just so wild. Like mm-hmm. the stuff that you're you're like. I would hope to earn X amount of 
And it's like, it's funny because it's like your ambition is so tiny sometimes. And you're like, what? You're like, I hope I make $22 a year. (laughs) I would be so happy with that. And I'm like, have you seen inflation? (laughs) Oh my God. I know, I know me. Like I am so like, I don't know. I'm a tourist. I love expensive things. Yes. And so (laughs) I'd be like, I hope you have like a five bedroom house and I'll be like in this economy, <laughs> I can barely afford rent. Um. It's funny when I was, I think when I was eight or nine, I had this list of um, things I want. I was so materialistic. <laughs> I feel like the capitalist society. Oh was yeah. So ingrained. Yeah, yeah. But it was a, a whole list of things I wanted. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a CD, t- DVD burner. <laughs> But I did, it, like, that became a common thing, right? Oh, so yeah. So it, it, it did manifest to reality. I should have said something else. But <laughs> you're like, I don't know what this is, but I want an iPod <laughs> yeah. shuffle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I feel like I love that. I, like, when I first heard that you wrote letters to yourself, mm-hmm. like, for the future. Yeah. I'm like, I love that. It's yeah. so interesting. I don't think people do it a lot. Like, how did you find out about it? Or did you just, were you just like, time travel? (laughs) Even back then. (laughs) I will write. I think I I must have read it, like, online or something. Like, when they were like, time capsules? You know how, like, that was such a thing? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, we'll open this in 10 years. Yes. Yeah. Reminisce on, like. I have a time capsule, but it's. (laughs) (laughs) See? I love everything about time. But the thing with that is, like, I kept opening it. It was like a time capsule I made in 1998, and it was like oh. open in 20, 2008. But I got curious, like after three years, I opened it, and I'm like, oh. And then I opened it again three years later, and but I haven't opened it in a while, so okay, I forget what it's in there. Um, so for the end of this podcast, we're going to open <laughs> time capsule. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I love that. I feel like I have. A time capsule. <laughs> you know how, like, when schools do time capsules, I'm pretty okay. sure I probably contributed to one. Oh, sweet. But I would not know when they open it. Yeah. <laughs> what would you put in your time capsule? Okay. Well, actually, I told you about this this morning that Spotify gave me a time capsule yeah. <laughs> for music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to pick three songs. Um, I forget. What it, are your three songs? The three songs, it was like one song. That you're like that makes you really happy right now. Okay. One song. It was like one song that you want to kiss somebody to. <laughs> and then what was the other one? The other one was like one song that you want to share, or like it was something to like share with people that you would play. I'm not gonna say what they are. Oh, I'm gonna try okay. to forget. Oh, because a year sweet. from now, oh, they'll remind you. I'll unlo- I made a little. Oh, ac- you! It looks like a little acorn. I don't know. Oh it's my a, gosh! Like I a, want one. It's a digital acorn. That's so cute, and it will open. Oh my god! A year from now, I want that feature. <laughs> I don't. It just like popped up as a notification for me, and it was like last chance, and I was like last chance. <laughs> I didn't even get a. I always listen to Spotify. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, Spotify, please uh, sponsor us. <laughs> But um, yeah, that, I think that will be like my first digital time capsule. That's so cool. And it will be interesting to see if I, I'm still listening yeah. to the same artist a year from now. Because yeah. all three of them, 
were ones I've only started listening to recently mm-hmm. because I like found a song by theirs on TikTok. <laughs> and then I was like, let me explore the rest of their yeah. things. It's interesting though, like how a lot of these companies are like how there's a lot of interest when it comes to like wrapping up your year or oh, time yeah. camps, ca- capsules and all of that stuff. Right? Yeah. But I guess, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not somebody that loves time travel, but you love time. And it's a very popular thing. It is, yes. I should make myself, we should make ourselves time capsules. We should. To open like five years from now. Let's hope we're still friends. (laughs) (laughs) We make a friendship time capsule and then we're not friends within the next five years. I mean, we've made it five years, so I think the likelihood will be, you know, pretty high, but you know, you never know. God. <laughs> but I can't see ourselves like getting into a major major fight without communicating I don't think but who knows <laughs> I, I feel like yeah I don't I feel like we've gotten over any like potential disagreement yeah I think it was like that first year maybe that would have been like <laughs> yeah. like that time that you it, at work yeah <laughs> that, I think that was our <laughs> It wasn't even a fight because I was very passive aggressive. I remember that we were just not talking. Yeah, and it was over the stupidest thing because it was over the website. <laughs> I know. I don't even know. Like... I don't remember the, the full extent. I just remember like being quiet, and then you were also quiet. <laughs> it was like very awkward, yeah. and then we just sort of like brushed by. I it, know, and we never addressed it until like a year later. We did not. <laughs> did we even address it? I don't think. I'm pretty sure we did, but did we, we again we were like that it was very dumb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also because we were like we just didn't communicate yeah, to yeah. each other exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> I think at the time we were both like not insecure, but we were both dealing with like similar insecurities, right? And also we both weren't seeing therapists at the time, <laughs> yeah. So emotionally immature, yeah, we weren't able to like effectively work through it, yeah in the moment yes but then I think afterwards like when we sort of addressed it like as a joke and stuff I think we realized that yeah we just like like what we're having this conversation now like it was just like oh we just weren't communicating (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's so interesting though right like it reminds me of going back to the book of like that first chapter of just like being so like not communicating properly Mm -hmm. In the sense that you're really understanding the meaning behind people's words. Yeah, yeah. And then not saying also like, like, like it's, it's not like the immediate like emotion, Mm -hmm. but rather what you really wanted to say. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fascinating. Yeah, it is. It's like when you think about, yeah, when, uh, when she's, when the main character of that story is going through it and she's really becoming perceptive of like the situation and it's like it's not until you're actually actively listening to somebody without having your own like personal ideas like you I feel like when a lot of these conversations happen you're already kind of like well this is how it's gonna go Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be negative or whatever yes like so the first time that happened she came in with like this really shocked you know blindsided reaction of like I can't believe this happened. I wasn't expecting it. But then the second time around, she was able to sort of notice and recognize what was actually happening. Mm -hmm. 
And then she was able to sort of like accept it and then sit with it and allow it to happen in a more organic way without inserting her own sort of lens to it. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, I feel like we do that all the time. It isn't until we step back and we're like, let's choose empathy. Yeah. Um Yeah, it makes yeah, we're we're able to actually like work through it. It's yeah. Therapy guys. It's the best. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by (laughs) Brought to you by mental health. Yes. (laughs) The fresh maker. So I guess, like we how we finished it off last time, are you going to finish the book? Oh, absolutely, yes. Um, I think I've been reading it in like my subway rides, and I just mm-hmm. haven't been going. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been going out a lot, so. Uh, but I will finish it. I think it's very. It's an interesting take on time travel, mm-hmm. and I think like the last the two chapters that I read, it was really about like their personal stories, and that's. I think what I liked about this book is it's about ordinary people mm-hmm. and what they would do if they could go back in time. And that's refreshing to understand. It is like a really refreshing take on time travel. Yeah. Um, I I finished the book, but I, I think I'm going to read the sequel. Oh, sweet. Yes. Yeah. Because I am interested in seeing like, are we, are they going to revisit any of the characters? What's going to happen? Are there new characters? And I, I don't know, I like that I'm reading from an author of a different identity and perspective of mine, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to read less white authors. I know, yes. <laughs> so it'll be another addition to my, my book list, but yeah, mm-hmm. definitely worth it. One book that I would, but this one is a bit heavy, but uh, I do recommend it. It's also like time travel, mm-hmm. um, but it's a book by uh, Octavia Butler. It's yeah. called Kindred. And it talks about time travel, but it's like from a lens of if an African American went back in time, and oh. how how would that be like a modern African American? Mm-hmm. And it was re- it's a really good book, and oh. I recommend it if you uh, want to read it. But yeah, there's you like really some like her. I do. Yes, yeah. she's amazing. She's like a well known. She's a good like, I remember. I remember. Do you remember <laughs> this? Like when we were working at a film festival, and uh-huh. it was we were mentioning. Octavia Spencer. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, Octavia Butler. (laughs) Just (laughs) slip that in there. And I'm like, whoops. (laughs) This great actress. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. What are your um, final thoughts and last take? What are you going to, what are you taking away from reading this book? I mean, I feel like just continue doing therapy. (laughs) But I, um, Maybe, especially with the first chapter, it, like around personal relationships, trying to remove my assumptions of like how the situation is going to go or if like how the conversation is going to be and maybe sort of try to lean more into just letting it happen Mm-mm. instead of, yeah, inserting my own, my own thoughts immediate, like my own judgment and thoughts. I think that's that's like the biggest takeaway from the entire book as well. Like just sitting with it instead of just assuming. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I think it's the same for me. Mm-hmm. You took it out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I think it's that, right? It's uh, being accepting of the what is happening, what is unfolding right now, right? Because mm-hmm. I think that 
if we think, like what you said, if we assume too much of what's going to happen, we might miss out on what's actually happening Mm. and you'll regret not being there because you're so, your mind is so into the future Mm -hmm. that you're missing out on the present. Oh, that's a good ending. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess we'll, yeah, we're going to end it there, but thank you for listening. Uh, We appreciate you and we'll talk in a month. Yeah. And subscribe, like, leave a comment and see you next month. Bye. Bye. Thank you.